Hello, and welcome to Pete's Packers Minute. We're running on a short week this week because so are your Packers, who play on Thursday Night Football yet again with a divisional matchup against the Detroit Lions. But before we get there, let's look back on what was a very entertaining, uh, surprisingly so in my opinion, comeback win for the Green Bay Packers on Sunday against the New Orleans Saints. Jordan Love in her home in his home debut, as we discussed last week. Um, uh, things looked a little shaky to start. I'm not gonna lie; it was not uh, the prettiest uh, game. I was watching on mute, so I don't know if the Boo Birds came out, but I doubt they did because it's a it's you know you don't want to hurt the kid in his first outing. But yeah, it was seventeen nothing going into the fourth quarter, and lo and behold. 18 points unanswered by the Green Bay Packers. Not only do you guys score 18 points unanswered, but I believe, looking this up real quick, yes, uh, when you scored the first touchdown, so you hit a field goal first, so it was 17-3, it was a 14-point game. You scored the, the first touchdown, Jordan Love run, with seven minutes left on the clock, and Matt LaFleur, head coach, went for two, which is the correct mathematical move, which... um. You know, um, I might explain that to you on like a later like date when we're in person or something like that, because it's not it's not an easy thing to do here. But when you're down 14 with a short amount of time left, you're supposed to go for two when you score the first touchdown, because if you go for two and you get it, then the next touchdown you score is to win. And if you don't get it, you have faith that you're going to uh, get convert the two point conversion on the next touchdown. So you score the first one, you can either go down. If you go for the two, you can either go to be down six points or eight points afterwards. If you get it, then you only need an extra point for a touch uh, on the next touchdown to win the game. And if you don't get it, you can still hit the next two point conversion to tie the game and force overtime, rather than kicking the extra point and then uh, leaving it all up to one thing. Anyway, that's what he did. You guys converted the two point conversion, and then when you got the second touchdown, you only had to hit, kick the extra point. To win the game, which is what he did. 18-17, well done there. That's a big deal for Matt LaFleur because a couple years ago, when you guys were playing in the NFC Championship game against the San Francisco 49ers, uh, the Packers were at home at Lambeau, down eight with, I think, like three minutes left or something like that. And it was fourth and goal from the five, and you were down eight points, so you needed a touchdown. And rather than go for it on fourth down where you could have scored a touchdown and then converted the two-point conversion to win the game, which was the right strategic decision, Matt LaFleur kicked the field goal. So you went from being down eight to down five, which is stupid because, like, you still need a touchdown if you're down five. So it's just a really dumb and, like, cowardly move by Matt LaFleur. And I I honestly I, – I wrote maybe the meanest thing I've ever written about a professional sports person uh, after that thing because I was just disgusted. And I uh, – I just thought Matt LaFleur should be fired. He had only lost like four regular season games at that point in his career. And I was like, fuck this guy. This guy sucks. Anyway, all that to say, what a moment of growth. He fucking did the right thing mathematically. And, you know, that's a it's a it's a courage thing. It's a ballsy thing. You fucking you go out there and you get the two point conversion. He did it. It's very good. And 
as a result, you won the football game. So fucking stellar, dog. Green Bay Packers are 2-1 and one after three games and, like, a weird fucking loss to the Falcons away from being 3-0. and oh. I uh, Plenty to feel good about. Um, I'd love for Aaron Jones to be back, both for the Packers and for my fantasy team. Um, defense looked pretty good. The Saints are not, like, the most, like, crazy team, but, like, they have some burst players. Um and uh, you saw what Sh- Rashid Shahid can do in open space, but um, mostly you guys just need Aaron Jones back because AJ Dillon, God love him, he's just not uh, doesn't have it, doesn't have it. Um, at least as a feature back, you know he can be, you know, a goal line guy. Like he can he can run a couple, but but he can't be an every down back. That's what and. He just doesn't have like the lateral speed necessary. Whereas uh, Aaron Jones can wiggle and you guys could really use that right now. So two and one and now home game against the Detroit Lions on Thursday night football. It's a short week, which is tough because the Packers are already beat up pretty bad. And you're like, you'd love to have an extended break. The good thing is that after this Thursday night game, you guys do have like, they call it a mini bye week after you play on Thursday. Cause you get the extra rest days of Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, you know, you got a big matchup, uh, coming, uh, against these lions. But, uh, once you're through that and you know, you're already two and one. So the worst is you can only lose it one time. So the worst thing that happens is you're two and two and you have this stretch to get better. And like, that is not, if someone asked you, hey, Packers fan, would you take two and two after four games this season? Hop on that. So good job. Nice. You're, you already did that. And I think it could be three and one. A uh, fun little tidbit about this game. As you might know, the Detroit Lions are division rivals. And as you also might know, the Packers have had first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks for the past, whatever, 30 years. But this is um, a writer I like, Ben Fox from um, VEASAN. He's very good. Um, oh, he, he's free agent right now. I should contact him because maybe he can hire me. Um, but just a guy that has really good gambling nuggets on Twitter. And so right now the Detroit Lions are 1.5 point favorites on the road at the Green Bay Packers in week four. So the Detroit Lions who play, you know, they're divisional opponents. So they play the Green Bay Packers every year, once in Green Bay and once in Detroit. They are 1.5 favorites on the road in Green Bay this Thursday. Here's the quote from Ben. If that line holds, it would be the first time in nearly 40 years that the Lions are favorites in Lambeau when taking on the Packers' starting quarterback. It hasn't happened since 1986. So that starting quarterback caveat means that like one of the times that like Rodgers was hurt or whatever, you know, like it, they, the line flipped or something like that. But right now, the, so it's the first time in like fucking, you know, the better part of a century <laughs> that the Detroit Lions are considered better than Green Bay at Lambeau Field, which is a very fascinating thing. Also, I'm pretty sure like every game you guys have played so far has been less than a field goal spread. So that's very exciting. Um, what do you need to know about the Detroit Lions? They're coached by, uh, oh, what's that crazy guy's name? He's a crazy guy. He talked about biting people's kneecaps. 
Uh, Dan Campbell is his name. I found it. I didn't even finish looking that up, but I'm right. It's Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's a crazy guy. He's a lot of fun, too. He just, like, yells a lot. He took over the Detroit job, I think, two or three years ago. And he was, like, you know, every coach when they come in. There's, like, a cycle of coaches I can tell you about later. But you're either the the player manager or the hard work guy. Those are the two things is, is I'm going to treat this team like a business. I'm going to be the CEO. I'm going to make sure everyone's taken care of and I'm going to manage things. Or you come in guns blazing and say, we're going to outwork everybody. We're going to work harder. We're, we got that dog in us and blah, blah. And Dan Campbell in his introductory press conference just said, we're going to work harder than anyone else. We're going to, we're going to be, eating kneecaps they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna chop our legs off but we're gonna be clawing at them and we're gonna eat their kneecaps this is really like oddly like graphic and like like vor centric like motivational speak speech that uh was his introductory press conference but uh to his credit dan campbell has gotten the the detroit lions as an organization is like among the most cursed you know the browns are very cursed the the bears are very cursed but the Lions are up there, and uh, God love them. Dan Campbell got those Detroit Lions playing for him, you know. And and last year they started the season like so shitty. I think it was like two and eight or something like that. But they they finished the season winning. I think five of their last six, maybe six straight. I could look that up later, but I don't really care. But like like absolutely rallying. And that's a really big thing. Not only because like, oh, they like finished the season strong, they're gonna come into this season strong, but like it's really, really hard to they're professional athletes. Everyone's motivated and stuff like that. But like the NFL football is so hard. And when you're two and eight and you're not gonna make the playoffs, it's like really easy to roll over and not give a shit. And to rattle off that many wins in a row, like that is that is acting like you're a playoff team. That's acting like you belong there. That's acting like you really fucking want this. And it's hard to really want it when you're already declared bad for the year, right? And Dan Campbell like got those guys to buy in. So the talent. Jared Goff is the quarterback. He was traded from the St. Louis Rams in exchange for Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford was in Detroit for like seven years or whatever. He was this like his prolific quarterback that was just surrounded by ineptitude his entire career. He would put up crazy numbers, but it didn't matter because uh, he just didn't have enough people around him. They shipped him off to L.A. He wins a Super Bowl over there. Everyone's happy. Uh, You guys get Jared Goff, who had lost a Super Bowl with the Rams. It was kind of like a sneaky deal for Jared. But Jared Goff had a great gig going to L.A. He was in Los Angeles. He had uh, one of the best offensive-minded coaches in the NFL, like, treating him well. And um, he wasn't very good is the problem is and, 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 and he's a game manager and he's not bad. He's just he's just not he doesn't make oh my God plays. And the the Los Angeles Rams looked themselves in the mirror and said, we need a guy that can make like four more oh my God plays than Jared Goff does a game. They went and got him and they won a Super Bowl. So it worked. Jared Goff comes over to Detroit and everyone just thinks, oh, this is a you know, this is a gap year. You know, this is a this is a rebound boyfriend quarterback. You know, they they're gonna suck another year, and and uh, they'll draft one of the kids coming up in the draft, and that'll be the franchise guy. But uh, Jared Goff has been really good for them, and has bought in with the uh, Dan Campbell system, like with the rest of them, and they've looked pretty interesting so far. 
Um, I like Jared Goff. He can make a couple good throws. He gets frazzled in the pocket pretty easily. He like he not easily like, but like relatively speak. You know, all these guys are fucking braver than the troops. But like like it, it's it's he's he uh, he's not very mobile, and he can't like how how do I want to say this? This is the real like test of my like broadcasting ability. Like he cannot make a play out of the backfield for himself a lot, you know? So you have the guys on this far end of the spectrum that do it all the time with like Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, like this type of guy. And then there's this like middle to, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was one of these guys that like when pressure came to him, he could really feel the pressure and kind of get out of there and like scoot his way. You never like thought of Aaron Rodgers as this like, mobile running quarterback but he was very good at like sensing pressure and then either getting the ball out quick enough to not not be affected or like even scooting for a couple yards and sliding to safety jared golf does not have um is not as good as that as uh you would like your quarterback to be um but whatever he's still he can he can throw the ball accurately he can throw the ball far uh and he's got some good people to throw it to amon ross st brown is the top wide receiver in Detroit, he is a, you know, huge goddess of a man. He looks like he's carved out of marble and can catch anything. And it's just really cool. Rookie running back Jamar Gibbs is a lot of fun. He he is not getting like the workload that people think he should be getting yet, but he is going to eventually be very good in this league. And um, their defense has some dogs. Their defense is led by now second year defensive edge. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, he's a he was from he played at Michigan and then went straight to the Detroit Lions. So it's a nice story. He was the second overall pick in the draft last year. He is uh crazy good. Um and it's weird because he's not that big. He's not he doesn't overpower guys, but he's he's so quick coming off the edge. And he's he can he's he moves his body with a lot of grace that can just kind of like squirm around the guys that are trying to keep him out of trouble. And uh yeah he's he's a he's a real game record i'll be honest i like him he's interesting because he was by far he was favored to be the first overall pick of the draft last year forever like 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 since you know before the start of his last college football season he was the guy and then with like three weeks left until the nfl draft the Jaguars had the first overall pick and they started saying, Oh, you know, we might go for this other defensive. Uh, he's a defensive tackle. So interior D lineman, but uh, Travon Walker. He, and the thing about Walker is he was never like great in college, but if you look at his like specs, like he's so tall, he's so heavy. He runs this fast. He can lift this much. All the numbers charted him to being like eventually a very, very good player. And so it was just kind of on air. People were like, I think Trevon Walker is actually the number one overall pick. Anyway, it worked out. Trayvon Walker was the first overall pick, but that meant that Troy, picking second, got to take Aiden Hutchinson, keeping the hometown. He was like, you know, he was like Mr. Michigan football in high school, goes to play at U of M in college, and then is now playing for the Detroit Lions. Very cool. He rocks. He wears his, uh, he has weird eye black. He only puts it over one eye and it's vertical, um, which is kind of cute, uh, I think. And, uh, yeah, he's great. He's, he's super sweetie and he's, uh, he's a fun player to watch, but he, he could be a problem. Uh, especially if Bakhtiari and the rest of your offensive line is still banged up. Anyway, it's a big game. It's a divisional game. Um, already it's for, it's for the lead in the division right now. Right. And chances are it's 
right now it looks like this division is going to come down to the Packers, the Lions, right? And the Lions probably on paper are the best team in this division. But if the Packers get healthy and they can keep pace, and when you keep pace of the team, you know, what I've been saying since the start of this is that, like, if 9-8 and eight is going to win the NFC North, there's no reason that that can't be the Packers, right? But that means it's going to come down to tiebreakers, and one of the most important tiebreakers is head-to-head record and divisional records. This is a divisional game. This is a, like, very important defend-home-turf moment for this Packers team. Jordan Love playing for a national audience, which like don't underplay the value of that. It's Amazon, so like whatever. You know, it's not you know it, it's not going to do the numbers that ESPN or ABC does, but but or NBC on Sunday Night Football. But 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 it's it's still like primetime windows are a big thing. Um, it, it, you can pretend like they matter more than they do. A lot of people pretend like they matter less than they do. It matters a good amount, is what I'd say. Is that there's there's and you can learn a lot about a player. The, the, the stars do shine the brightest in prime time. I swear to you, like it's it's just a fucking. You watched Aaron Rodgers for two decades. You know this. Like it's fucking. It's put up or shut up time. And so Jordan Love in his first like you know national divisional home game would love to see a win out of the Packers this year. Or this Thursday. Uh, I'll tell you what. Official pick. I think I've been wrong on every Packers game so far. So if we can keep that pick trend going, I'm going to pick the Lions this time and wish you the best of luck, Packers fans, because I, I, I do think the Lions are better, and I do think that they should win this game. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll secretly be cheering for the Packers. I think they're, it's, it's, it should be a really, really good game. And Lambo should be fucking electric. and. I I need to I hope Aaron Jones is back. He was limited practice today, I believe. And if Aaron Jones is back and the Packers can score early and turn it into a ball control game, the thing you don't want to be do is be doing is chasing the Detroit Lions, right? Because they can score and they can defend and 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 you you it's tough to keep pace, but if you if the Packers can control the pace of the game, can take a lead and then kind of force the Lions to play their game and like get some stops and really like lean into that Lambo energy, um, they can win. But I'm gonna for the officialness sake and because I've been wrong every time so far, I'm gonna pick the Lions and see how that works. Anyway. This has been Pete's Packers Minute. Uh, like and subscribe. Email me at nflminutes at gmail.com. I haven't checked that email in like three weeks. I'm sorry, but I will check it this time. So deadass. Email me at uh, nflminutes at gmail.com. And uh, we'll talk to you later. We love the Packers, folks. Bye. Ba 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 